Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guest hosts or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, universe. This is Planet Earth calling. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Remember Cosmos Connection, Teresa J. Morris, T.J. Thurman Morris, T.J. Morris ET Radio. We are all here. Welcome aboard, all you ground troops spinning around smartly on planet Earth, Mother Earth, Gaia, Sophia, Sophia, all the things we call Mother Earth. We're going to do something today because it's Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, all you wonderful people. I hope you're all in love with life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness in the United States of America. I'm calling in from the great state of Florida. I'm over in the panhandle closest to Alabama. I'm uh, in Gulf Breeze right now. It's a little cloudy, a little cool, but still nice to be on planet Earth. And I hope you can hear me just fine. Uh, Anyone that wants to call in, please feel free to do so. We're going to do a talk show live today, and uh, hold on just a minute. Answer and end on going call. I'll merge. Thanks. Okay, Tommy, can you hear me now? I hear you now. Since you're on the conference call, we're live recording instead of you called me direct, so I was just introducing the show. You want to say hi to everybody since we're recording? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Tommy Hawksworth here, calling from the Big Island of Hawaii. So much going on here in Hawaii, and I'm sure it's going on wherever you live. Between the red, the president, weather, UFOs, you name it, it's all going on. Uh, I hope you're aware of it and what's happening right here. now. We've been here a long time, and Tommy is the only one that called me just right before the show. So uh, we've got somebody waiting, and it is Valentine's Day, so I'm going to be all about love and light and liberty and the pursuit of happiness today. So, uh, Tommy, you're merged in, but you can hang up any time or you can hang with me. So let's get started. 347-463. You're live and on the air with Teresa J. Morrison, Thomas Hawksblower, Florida, Hawaii. Who's this? Can you hear me? Maybe not. Let's see. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Tommy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Well, uh don't know why this isn't working. Tommy, let me call back in. Call into the show. You got the number, 347-945-7207, because right. it's not recording. It is online. It says we're recording, folks. So, uh, just anyway, anybody today. We're live recording. We'll be right back. Thanks, everybody, that remembered me today. All right, Tommy, we'll see you later. Okay, I'm back. Can you hear me now? Anybody out there? Anybody hear me? (laughs) I hope you can hear me. This is a strange time, especially with what we're doing in cyberspace. So 
I'm hoping you're going to enjoy what we do today. Uh, if you'd like to join me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Teresa J. Morris and tell me any of those uh, particular gifts that you're interested in. And hopefully we can help you uh, tune in to what we're doing. Uh, I like to use the fact that we use our higher self and uh, guiding you as a channel for higher source and connection to source and yourself. So we appreciate you calling in and sharing today. Like I said, we're in Gulf Breeze and Tommy is in Hawaii and the only one that bothered to call in today. So uh, we appreciate you. I see another one here in Florida, 347 number. Can you hear me? Uh, I'll have to. I can't hear you. So just letting you know. Tommy, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, good. All right. Well, I guess if you can hear me, we'll just continue. Uh, a spiritual community, Ascension, Avatar, Master, Oracle, Universal, Fifth Dimensional Spiritual Growth Show. <laughs> I've got shared Ascension Age books out there, and Tommy's helped me many times on Teresa J. Morris Ministries. You can find him on YouTube. And Tommy now does his show every Tuesday at least. And uh, on his own YouTube, Hawk's Blood One, isn't it, Tommy? What's the name of your show? On, because I watch it with you and Tina, ET Girl. Well, right? I, I give it a name every time I do it. Uh, it's on the Hawk's Blood One on the YouTube if you want to watch it. Okay. Well, I change I the name it. every time I do it. We've got a different message every week. Well, what about love? Have you got anything for us on love? Because it's not something you're known for, but I never ask you if uh, you're in love with Namgal, but you must be to be with her all this time. You want to help me talk about love today? Because uh, on a positive note, right. uh, Valentine's Day is actually a spiritual day, is it not? Are you familiar with Valentine's Day or not? Yeah. Or just how you and I – you and I – Celebrated it in school. <laughs> well, you know, You're... the defin- definition of love is so widespread and it's accepted different ways by different people. And I, I think very few people understand when somebody claims they're in love with somebody how far that really goes and how much they're really willing to commit to it. In most cases, people are not ready to commit enough to it to make it really work right or even make it last. Well, let me give the history of it. Let me give the history of Valentine's Day. It's actually called St. Valentine's Day, but over the years in the 50s, I I think they dropped the saint part. But I'm going to read it off of uh, Wikipedia. It says St. Valentine's Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, is the Feast of St. Valentine. Now, it's celebrated every February 14th, which is today in 2021. It was a Christian feast day, so there are two early Christian martyrs named St. Valentine. And so I don't know if you all are familiar with that, or Christian martyrdom or anything like that. But Valentine's Day, we do celebrate it, uh, and it is a Christian type of celebration for romance, love, and it says uh, St. Valentine and through the later folk traditions became a, cu- a significant cultural, religious, or commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. Now, there's a number of martyrs. It sounds funny, but there's a whole story of martyrdom and Christian ministering 
uh, persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century. Uh, he was actually locked up. So according to an early tradition, St. Valentine restored. Oh, oh, I hear somebody. Is that your wife? So your partner. Let's see. St. Valentine's Day. Democrats, and she writes, the Trump lawyers are watching. John, 43 Republicans allow Trump to be Interesting. It must be somebody else, okay. Okay, it was someone else listening with a TV in the background. <laughs> okay, so uh, somebody local, I guess. But it originated as a Christian feast honoring two early Christian martyrs, right? We've got that down. So persecuted under the Roman Empire in the third century, executed under the Roman Empire, but he was uh, actually imprisoned for ministering to Christians. Okay, I guess during the Catholic Roman type of world, according to early tradition, Saint Valentine restored sight to a blind girl, which was the daughter of one of his jailers. So there's all kind of legends that went out about that theme of love now uh i know the original story but since he was in prison um the way that they've got this in wikipedia numerous later additions to the legend have been related to the theme of love an 18th century embellishment to legend claims that he wrote the jailer's daughter a letter signed your valentine as a farewell before his execution so additional post of the saint Valentine's Day performed on weddings for Christian soldiers who were forbidden to marry. So he broke a couple of codes here. I guess he was a rebel like Tommy. He didn't necessarily go by the rules. But the Feast of uh, Valentine's uh, was established by the Pope. Now, the first Pope that recognized it was Gelasius, G-E-L-A-S-I-U-S the first. In 496 A.D., Amino Domino, which uh, I believe uh, is uh, after death, it used to be of Christ, uh, but celebrated February 14th as an honor to St. Valentine of Rome, who died on the, that date in 269. Now, that became associated with romantic love, uh, which is interesting if it's not. I think that's a very interesting thing, but uh Celebrating courtly love flourished. Now, uh, I guess we'd have to live back then, but we're talking about in the now in 2021. But this day became associated with romantic love in the 14th and 15th centuries when notions of courtly love flourished, associated with lovebirds of early spring. Maybe that's where we get lovebirds, things like that. Now, the 18th century England, so we're going back in history, grew into an occasion when couples expressed their love by presenting flowers and offering confectionery, which is sugar sweets, and sending greeting cards known as Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day became a symbol, and they used it in today's uh, time, including heart-shaped outlines, doves, wings of Cupid, and Cupid are those little bitty tiny angels we can talk about those, too, which is funny, uh, how those all came to be. But, Tommy, if you want to share anything on cupids, too, Valentine's symbols include heart-shaped doves and winged cupids. Now, I'm just about finished, Tommy. Since the 19th century, handwritten Valentines have given away to mass-produced greeting cards. 
So in Italy, St. Valentine's keys are given to lovers as a romantic symbol and an invitation to unlock the key to one's heart, so as well as to children to ward off epilepsy, which was a Valentine's Day melody. melody. St. Valentine's Day is not a public holiday in any country, although it is an official feast in the Anglican Communion and the Lutheran Church. Many parts of the Eastern Orthodox Church also celebrated St. Valentine's Day on July 6th honor of the Roman Presbyter St. Valentine, July 30th, in honor of Hero Martyr Valentine. Isn't that interesting? So how did it, is it on the calendars, Tommy? I thought it was. Let me look at my American calendar. Have you got a calendar, Tommy? Does yours say Valentine's Day? We know it. We celebrate it. Let me look. Are you there? It says St. Valentine's. You hear me? I don't see it on the calendar. I don't see it on the calendar, TJ. TJ. Hello. Hello. TJ, what are you doing?
Tommy, can you hear me now? Ooh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had to uh, call back in. I don't know what happened, but I couldn't hear you. I don't think you could hear me. So we may have a little downtime right there. We had several people call in at once. And I guess it. I had four or five people showing to talk. And so, folks, if you can hear me and you want to be part of the show, just call back in. I'm sorry. I guess because I haven't been on a while, Tommy, I don't know what's going on or if my computer's got to get reclassified into, you know, the system or what. But uh, I called back in on my phone, and I'm glad you can hear me. Anyway, so back to Valentine's Day and uh and people do love different ways. I've got that we're going to do our best to help each person that calls in if they would like to. Uh, people are listening. They, I guess this is a good time for a spiritual ET channel. But, Tommy, you know, you and I both have shared a lot of life, and a lot of people don't get us. But I know one thing we have in common is sharing dimensions. Now, I've got the fifth dimensional spiritual growth because so many people relate to light workers, truth seekers, those that live on the fringe of what is and what isn't. But you, of all people, being a spiritual uh, universal life uh, evangelist, reverend, whatever you want to call on Sundays, we, we got together because we wanted to share spiritual spirituality at an event more with alien extraterrestrial UFOs. Now, we can talk about alleged alien entities or alien ET, but I'd like you to help me today at a different level, Tommy, if you can. Can you speak from a level of how we are spiritually accepting each other? Because I know that uh, you don't necessarily agree with all Christians, but you have past lives, and that to most people is beyond the veil thinking. I don't know if you, I'm sure you do, but globally, I've been doing uh, Men in Black stories and the education behind those that kept us from sharing a lot of things. And it looks like the Valentine's Day was that way as well. A man went to jail, a, a man for sharing things he, they didn't want shared on uh, particular days due to Christianity and the Catholics versus the Christians, so to speak. But it seems like we're still uh, fighting these wars spiritually, and uh, I want to help people, but I want them to understand that we're all something more than just love. But love is important to me. I say love is all there is. My CD was Love One Another, and it's the glue like the ether in all realities. But uh, I've got other people calling in and listening but can you tell me a little bit about how you feel if, let's say, if you and anyone, you've fallen in love before, and, and we're going to talk about E.T. spirit and how it shares, I would think, what you and I do when we're out of body. But you know how they're saying that we are now, the, the space that you and I live in, uh, this whole planet has evolved into another dimensional way of being, which a lot of people can feel that spiritually they've changed or something has changed. And a lot of people in, in world religions believe the world's coming to an end or this is the last days. But I want to just talk about what you and I do for a moment, and then people will be getting to you. We had a little late start. 
in sharing your ideas of Valentine's Day or if you want to share something or have us do a mini reading. But, Tommy, you know these run towards the psychic mini readings. But share with me, you've been out of body. You understand the dimensions that I've always tried to get you to help me with of being God-realized. But let's talk about love. Now, I say it's an ether that holds us together. But is there something positive you can make of uh, today with how we're reacting when everything's changing? The way that they're changing the world and the consciousness to be in the fifth dimension. They're saying we've raised or we are in the process. Mother Earth is changing. And that's with, you know, all the earthquakes and the ice age and all that. But leaving out, tell me about you. Can you stay on that topic of the your dimensional self? Or how would you say your soul? I say we're all ET spirits. But tell them well, as a man, what do you think? For me, the word ET spirits uh, kind of, tries to classify something that is a little more abstract than what soul is. Soul is individual, first off. It has its own reality. It doesn't depend on anything else. It doesn't need anything else. Uh, it needs awareness when it comes into the lower worlds, which is where we are, planet Earth, where soul goes through a learning period. Whether it learns anything or not is, is up to that soul doesn't learn anything, then it goes into the word reincarnation and it has to keep reincarnating until it starts to. And when it starts to learn awareness, it can learn to leave this planet. Uh, the starting step is astral projections, uh, mode viewing, which is in, in any high level. But then it's soul travel and astral travel. But at those points, soul becomes aware. It has nothing to do with love at that moment or in that time frame. When soul comes into this reality, it's put in a new space where it, it, it revolves around working with other souls, which entails, it doesn't require the word love, uh, even though we want it to, it requires the word compassion. And both of those words were non-existent from a long period of time through history. From from the first alien races that came here after Atlantis was destroyed, all the races and different tribal people that were here. Love was not a actual word. It didn't mean anything to anybody. It was a word that was created many years later. And I would say it was actually created when Jesus was walking the planet. And why do I say that? Because if you trace every tribal family, people, women were never accepted as something equal or the same. And when we use the word love, we try to make it sound like it's two people that care and, and, and appreciate each other the same. So if you go to the Egyptians, the Mayan, the Aztecs, uh, Sumerians, any race, it wasn't like they loved the women. Uh, they, I could say they loved their children, uh, boys, more than they did their women. And that the facts are the way they abuse women all through history at every level. Jesus was the first person, and I'm going to just say it from my truth, my experience from even being there in that time frame, was when, when Jesus showed compassion to Mary Magdalene. And then he married him, but that's not in the Bible. But at that point, they can see how he related to her. And that was when love actually became an actual word, uh, accepting a person. 
and, and dealing with them and giving everything to that person. Mary Magdalene had every ability that Jesus had, but he had to teach her that. He didn't teach all his disciples that even. So he had this connection which all his disciples could see. And in that time frame, all Jesus' followers were married. And, I mean, I don't know why the Pope kind of went back into the male ego thing and said priesthood can't get married, which is a ridiculous idea, considering all Jesus' disciples were. Now, when Jesus talked to his disciples, when the end times were coming, for him anyway, uh, he said, leave your families, leave your children, leave everybody. But there was reasons for that, and it had, it had to do with an abstract, greater idea of what love was. And for people in that time frame, it was hard for them to accept anything, even the word love, even the word God. So, I mean, he couldn't use those words to those people even. He had to use the word father. I mean, they could understand father, but they couldn't understand the word God. The Egyptians and Mayan played with deities and, and aliens. They had no conception of a real God. And it was man through the Bible. It says compassion, according to the Internet, folks. We use cyberspace. Love and compassion. But it says compassion was brought up in the 1300s. Compassionate love describes attitudes towards service for others, motivated by desire for the good of the other caring and value, but it says in Galatians that it was used, so that's in the Bible. So, folks, so the Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, and then it became, uh, those were the, the original uh, words. Of course, we know we've got the Dead Sea Scrolls and that written in Sanskrit, but we go by the King James Version, uh, for those of you that follow what we're doing today on Sunday, and it being Valentine's Day, is love and compassion sort of sympathy and how it goes together. And before uh, the mechanical problems, I discussed the uh, actual Valentine's Day today. But we want to make sure that you understand what we're doing with your soul and spirit. And Tommy is is good at that in giving us explanation. But uh, love and compassion, we're going to talk about that in dimensional travel. But it says the first records of the word compassion came from the 1300s. Latin meaning fellow feeling are from compate to suffer with compassion and sympathy. Now that's according to uh, compassiondictionary.com. So Jesus landed, it says, and saw a crowd. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out and he said, don't cry. Then he went up and touched the beer. Uh, B-I-E-R, they were carrying him on. The bearer stood still. Now, what does that mean? So that's what you're discussing. Is uh, you, don't, you do talk about the Bible an awful lot. And this is according to the fifth, the Holy Spirit of the epistle uh, to the Galatians. But the fruit of the Spirit, love, well, joy, peace, patience. So apparently well, he did me- say some things that the Bible records. Well, here's the thing. Man wrote every word Jesus was supposed to have said. Man was still ignorant at that time as far as love goes. So even a hundred years later, women were still not, not accepted the same. And that's why Mary Magdalene was never put into the Bible as anything important. 
Uh, well, that was said, due now, to if, King James, you think, or that go back to Constantinople and King it Constantine? Men, the Constantine. men never reached. It, it goes back to men never respected women, as they still don't today. Most men do not respect all women. They respect the women that they're supposed to be dating or married to for a period of time, and usually that fades away. The whole concept of love is a lot more complicated than anybody wants to give it credit or even energy to feed into it. Because uh, when we say compassion, well, compassion goes along with it. But when you form a relationship and you're falling in love, you have to work a lot of things out so that the compassion can grow. Because if compassion doesn't grow, it turns into anger. So between the two words, love and, and, and compassion, if you don't have both working together, one will destroy the other. You can tell your little person all you want, but if you're desiring somebody else or you're desiring something different, it slowly deteriorates the compassion as far as caring for the other person. If you love the person in this reality, in this level of awareness, you don't hurt the person you love. Well, in reality, do most people do. And I know a lot of, a well, lot of people that are married they right truly, now. truly don't love the other person. Uh, fighting to one level is one thing, but when a husband or a boyfriend leaves and cheats and, and separates, that's totally separating from the contract of being in love with somebody. So, I mean, in the Jewish religion, you can't get remarried. I mean, you're married to a woman. I mean, the whole concept of that, it's changed to the point where some countries a man could be have three, a, a daughter could have three husbands and, and things like that, or three wives or four wives. I mean, perception is based on, in the United States, on man's perception inside the United States. It's not based on everybody else's religion and way of life. I mean, tribal people look at it different. I mean, in the one country, it was a native tribe. They were all sterile. And there was only one girl that was given the right food with the right, with, I mean, with the, the man that was given the right food because he was the only one that was able to have sex. And he repopulated the tribe. So, I mean, the concept of where love fits in with sex and, and how we relate to the word love, it's not informed enough to understand the situations while, while it was being said or being used. Today, man says they love a husband or a wife, whatever. It lasts for five, ten years, and usually it starts falling apart because suddenly their interest is going elsewhere because they never experience true love. True love doesn't die, ever. It's an, it's an existing energy that stays within soul, even when soul leaves the planet. And I'm not using the word attached to it. I mean, you could be attached in this reality, but if you keep that attachment to, like, say, you split up with somebody, and when you're dying, if you're still attached to that person, it could bring you back to this reality and reincarnate into this world again. So the attachment to love is very dangerous. Uh, while you're living and you're with a partner, you should love that person. I'm not saying you shouldn't. And you should be putting as much as you can into making it work and making it reality. But when you back up and go into the aspects of, okay, what are you doing now? Uh, In a relationship, love has to grow. It's just like a plant. If it doesn't get fed, it will die. Love has to keep growing. It can't be a stationary thing. Well, I love you. I'll see you tonight. And then tonight you come home and watch TV. You say, well, let's have sex. And I mean, the limited connection of what love is to an average person nowadays is not basically their fault. It's basically 
the conditioning of life we created. But in the older days, women were slaves. They were nothing more than that. Sex slaves, work slaves, they were never like equal to a man. And now with the word equal rights, women lose con- aspects of who they are as far as a man loving them. Because women want to go to in Vietnam and the wars and they started then and allowing to be going on the front line to kill people. Uh, killing takes away the definition of love completely, whether people want to know that or not. Anybody, anywhere, any place on this planet, it separates the word love from a person. Well, I love you, but I'm going to kill this or I'm going to kill that. Or I'm going to kill you as well. It's not, it's not a reflection of love in any way. And when you do that, you already created enough karma that you won't be able to leave this realm when you die. But people don't want to hear that. People want to hear they're forgiven, they can do whatever they want, and go to heaven. And then uh, the next step is understanding heaven. When you start learning, like when I say you become aware, a soul that has awareness, understanding how soul leaves the body. The body is not who we are. And what we do for other bodies isn't what we, who and what we are. We believe it to be because we were programmed to believe it is. But mankind was always slaves all through history. After Atlantis went down, man was always a slave, a slave to work, a slave for the government. And the rich people, starting in when they created the Constitution, made sure that that was the way it stayed. Now, I mean, we're trying to give rights to women that are pregnant and all those little things that revolve around how a family learns to adapt to each other. Well, yeah, love, soul, and spirit. How do you separate it? Because love, well, soul, and spirit in, on Valentine's Day is quite apropos. And I'm sure people are going to have questions to ask you and I well, love, <laughs> about love their a, own love. Love is, love is an easy word to say. It's a much harder word to understand, and it's a really hard thing to experience and stay within it. If you love something, whatever it is, I'm talking about a live thing, not a car, a house, or a boat, or nothing like that. If it's a person, that's a or different an animal, kind of love of an object, right? <laughs> I just see, love yes, my love car, object, my, right. love my boat. But oh, we don't mean it literally. We uh, oh no, well, that's people the whole mean thing, they love a tree. The ontology. I love but that if a tree. Outside, says they love a tree. Yeah. That's that's literal. They love that tree. They put their arms around it. They hug it. They talk to it. Uh, and they get voices they hear from it. So that's a totally different aspect of love. I'm not saying it's not. But we well, have we to love go trees. through stages. <laughs> There's you poems know, about love. that. St. Augustine's growing all types. But uh, love quotes, meaning, uh, what's uh, all kind of different meanings. So uh, well, love for anything. But Go ahead. Well, I never had a dog. I never had a dog all my life, and I had my first dog. I never realized how different it is when you love something that's completely willing to give all its love back to you. I mean, a dog never stops loving you, and it's always there for you, not like a person. It's even more committed to a person's love than anything else. So if you have that or you never experience, you're missing something incredible. Because if I didn't have my dog who I have now, I would have never understood why these people say, I love my dog so much. I'd rather kill kill a man than, a, than my dog or a dog. But uh, understanding of love is really complicated. And most people don't want to get into the deeper aspects of a relationship 
what it means to a relationship. And and basically, I can talk about that great because I did a show on that. And I was saying in a relationship, it has to be up front who you are. Lying, cheating, stealing, and all those kind of words, starting a relationship. Because love can be shattered instantly. If uh, somebody does something wrong, it could end the relationship instantly. So love, fake love, real love, when you commit to each other, and I, and I say this, it's a number, it's a percentage. I mean, most doctors and speakers will say it's a 60-40 thing, all marriages. Meaning somebody always has to give and somebody always has to uh, take. But that's not true. It'll never last, ever. It won't go into the higher states ever as well. Because there's always that, I have to give this up. And that's not love. I mean, love's like never well, saying no. there's different types of love. The English word love is, uh, for reference, folks, I'm using Merriam-Webster because we're talking about Internet, cyberspace, culture, love, and uh, today on Valentine's Day. But Merriam-Webster said in the English word love is a reference to strong affection for another. Now, that's the 12th century time, strong affection for another, okay? that's I'm, I'm sure the other Another is a human being. So the English language has one word, but there's also other different meanings depending on the language we use. And I don't even know how many languages there are, but there's also love of self-love. And uh, apparently self-love, that was in a a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions to support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. But that is from an article that was in Psychology Today. Now, Tommy and I are sort of talking about uh, loving loving one another, but Jesus was supposed to have given his life. Love your neighbor as yourself is Matthew twenty two thirty nine, Mark twelve thirty one. But also it said the foreigner residing amongst you may be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself for if you were foreigners. Now, that's in the Bible, folks, Leviticus 19.34. If uh, a lot of people say they're not Christians, they don't believe in Christ, and I was told a Christian is one that believes in Christ, and hopefully a Christian that follows means see they understand the love that Jesus gave his life so that we may have life to know the Father, his Father. But that could be natural love and care for ourselves through uh, reading the Bible. And some people say if you're a Christian, it just means the goal of natural love being transformed into spiritual or Christ-like love. Now, Tommy, uh, you, you're helping us sum up what love is, but the love for others, God loves for others, is, you know, we say all the time, do no harm, but love one another. Uh, if sin is lawlessness oh. or in any other thought, the voidness of spiritual love is lawlessness. Now, you you said you weren't a Christian, but you do believe in Christ. So I don't know how you get around that, but well, we won't well, get into that debate. Yeah, it's, but tell me about well, love. Let me just say, Jesus All right, love. let me say this real fast. I don't say I'm a Christian because I don't believe in Christian beliefs. Now, when I say Jesus was alive, Jesus was a real person, I don't say he's God. I don't say the things that Christians say. I don't teach what religion tries to teach people because Jesus isn't who they think or what he is in in reality for me because I was there in that lifetime. He wasn't what they say he was. He was so the most God spiritual said, love person. us 
or teach us, but whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Now, that's First John 4, 8. That's, folks, you can look up that's the good. source as Christianity.com, right? So John there's different Revelation types of love. Well, well, again. And we usually go by Matthew, started, Mark, Luke, and John, the four books. Well, two of them of were disciples and two of them. But see, two of them were disciples and two of them were evangelists. So the concept that the four of them were all followers of Jesus, they weren't. So one followed Peter and the other one followed Paul. So the definition of the four disciples are, are not, I mean, uh, aren't the four four books of the, uh, the New Testament. But I'm going to get into that right now because there's just too much there. I want to just finish okay. this. I do not teach Christianity. I do not believe in what they believe in, and they do not believe in what I believe in. They don't talk about soul leaving the body. They don't talk about reincarnation, and they don't talk about anything beyond the physical plane because they don't know. So it's a religion or a path of unknowingness trying to accept an idea that was written by a man. If you ever follow man's ideas all through history, it never led us forward. It never moved us to a better place. I mean, after Atlantis went down, which was the only time love was truly 100%, after that went down, man has become mass killers, rapists, murderers, and all those kind of words, uh, abusers and thieves and, and all that. So, so you believe in, love, and this is, do you believe in, uh, I know you do, Lucifer, Satan, and hell, or this is the prison planet, because we should be talking about love and compassion. But at the same time, on Valentine's Day, people know there's a demon. And you you know the Lucifer well, TV he, show. You like it. <laughs> so there's different types of love, agape love, and there's God's well, love see, either, and Jesus' love, you know, well, all kind of love. in the definition of those words, the definition of Lucifer, he's an angel of light. He fell with, with Michael and Gabriel. They came down at the same time. But Lucifer was the most powerful. All right, he controls the astral plane. All right, and two other, I mean, there's three people there that work with him as far as the gods of that realm. But getting back to Satan, Satan lives here. Satan's army is here, not in the astral plane, not in the higher realms. Satan is here. And people are more willing to give in to Satan because he gives them what they want. I mean, it's a phrase when they say, Jesus, you know, oh, well, wouldn't, well whose father would not give their son anything they want? Uh, but again, Nobody's giving what they want in general. So the concept of giving is another concept of a man's ego. Uh, teaching women uh, about love. How, do, how does a man teach a woman about love when, when a child's born, when a young girl, a young boy? How do they teach them about love? First, they have to procreate. So that before love, you're talking about men and women. So Valentine's Day is supposed to be about love of Hopefully, a man and woman, or I guess it could be any two people that are uh, into the monad or into, you know, God is all. But uh, there's various levels of love and light and sin and Satan and origin of devil or Lucifer, the shining one that you're relating to. So helping helping us out, folks, today is how do we live with each other and love one another? And that is Jesus well, saying, love one another. He, but there's evil the in the world. So we're not saying that there's not. So <laughs> it's emotions, but compassion and love. We celebrate Valentine's Day, hopefully, uh, in the Christian way, or love one another. Because we use that in America, Tommy, as a 
thing do uh, it's, unto it's others. A word. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a an word. idea. Yes. But it an doesn't idea. exist. All right. But we say and there's I, words know, for it. I'm not going to stay right. on. I'm not going to stay on forever, TJ. Today, I got to do things. Okay. But I don't want to bring you to a place you don't want to go, because well, love what, here, what about you being a a, a spirit? Because that's one thing I like talking to you about is you don't have to define for the entire world, you know, all well, these feelings we, and emotions. We, but let's talk about you and your divination and how you see yourself, because you talk about Ekinkar and. Uh, I know that you studied that for like so many years, but how did that differ on Valentine's Day to somebody that just, you know, John Q. Public that no, got see, religions, mm-hmm. Almost all religions, in the basic concept of a religion, they accept the, they accept the word love, including the Pope, okay. the Dalai Lama. Uh, they accept that word, but it's fictional. For mankind, okay, see to love. Like they created another scenario word that doesn't exist. A, a couple words, unconditional love, no such thing. That's agape, right? Agape love, brotherly love, affection, selfless and well, unconditional. Say, sort of like ma- say namaste. You give love unconditionally. And Mankind, then there's eros. Well, there's a lot of words to use around it. How many people truly love everybody on the planet? How many people love everybody? It's like saying, I love the rapist. I love the murderer. I love the, the child abuser. I love those people. Do you really? Told you have to love everybody? See, well, we say things love in everybody. general. So that's the but thing. No, is you're accepted. not general. What's accepted? Oh, I'm not general at all. Well, tell people about you because you're a very interesting character. And people either love you or they don't. But that's sort of the way it is with me too. But... Uh, the well, Bible I, love is I one don't thing search. we can agree, but you are talking I about when search. you leave your body, right? Your love right. for get coming I back to Earth, I guess. <laughs> I do not you keep search coming out back. love. No, see, here's the thing: soul comes here until it learns what it is, and when it learns mm-hmm. what it is, it is an individual soul. Not a unity of a group of souls, not a unity of all the souls. It's an individual soul itself. In that, it needs nothing else. True connection to God itself. And that's what right. soul learns. So that's love As the Lord your we, God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and all that strength. That's Mark. So the second well, rule was to, to do love any yourself, of that, wait, your neighbor as yourself, right? Yeah. To do any Listen. of that, you have to know God. You can't say those words if you don't know God. Uh, And very few people have an understanding of God in any reality. Because all they know about God is the program Christianity pushed upon people. God's a loving entity that loves us all, protects us, and all those words. It is not. None of those words describe a true God. It describes what man created God to be. Now, even Moses, when he came out with the Ten Commandments, they were laws to live by in this physical reality. And he didn't like them. So he had to create 613 more laws about eating, about clothes, about nudity, about everything. So he became his own God in his own, in his own right. And people accepted him as that. The well, he's the one who told us people. to love each other. Jesus was the one, 
in nine Mark it says Jesus said, okay, because he said one of the teachers that were there with him debating that Jesus had given them a good answer of all the commandments, which is the most important. Now you may have been there because you incarnated as probably right. were there. He said the most important one answered Jesus is this: Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now he's separating you or me or whoever he was talking to. I guess all the people that were listening to this. So he said the most important commandment, because they were debating the Ten Commandments, saying he wasn't who he said he was, right? But he didn't care about that. But he wanted to de demonstrate the love of obeying the commandments was what was going on. But he said the second is this, love your neighbor, okay, is what this is about. Now, this is in red in the Bible. You shall love no, no, your no, neighbor as the yourself. There is no, no one commandment greater than these. Then Mark twelve thirty one. So you don't agree with that? that well, what about in uh, oh, no, today's King James Vision? Well, uh, this again, is what Jesus said in Mark. Well, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is what we use as Christians. Uh, we use the whole Bible, most of us that are Messianic Jews, our Messiah, you know, believe in Jesus as well as Yahtabadhe, Kabbalah, 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 Kabbalistic Jews are... Even pay, it said, uh, enemies, Jesus, just as God loves all his people, Jesus calls us to extend our love to our enemies. Now, that's Matthew's, right? You've heard that the law of Moses says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. <laughs> but I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you in the way you're being acted as children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good. He sends rain on the just and unjust. Love of those who love you, what good is that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your father is imperfect. Now that says Matthew 5, 43, 48. So there's love that way in trying to learn that God was telling us to love one another. And that if you, you said you've got to love God to understand it. He did say that, right? To Israel, to who he was speaking of, the Jewish people or Protestants. I guess they weren't Protestants, they were pagans. Well, see, here's we didn't the thing. say Catholic and, and Protestant. We said first pagan. First, you have to understand Hebrews. Okay, what did we say back here's then? something. Well, let's start with the Ten Commandments. People have no clue what the Ten Commandments are. Well, that would it not be love. Word, uh, wait, 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 no, no, the love was not used in any part of the Ten Commandments. But that's when. Well, now here we can go into the extraterrestrial was the way uh, Von Daniken, who studied so many languages and broke it down in Chariot of the Gods, said that wasn't a God the way he thinks of God, loving God is all, God is because one. He, because, know yeah, God. he, he was how Catholic. Can, how can time. he say something? How can he say something about something he doesn't know? Very few people well, he on was this studying planet at that time. He, he, studying Daniken, doesn't so. mean you know anything. You could go to college. It doesn't help you understand God, Jesus, or death or soul. It doesn't teach you any of that. Because they don't have any knowledge of that to teach. They don't have any, any, any knowledge to teach about the 32 psychic abilities. And they can't because they don't know how to use them and they don't know how to control them or even create them. 
So well, he said, all the aspects you know, of Eric college. Eric Von Daniken's worth about $30 million, so he must have done something well, right as what a he's Swiss worth. author. Just like <laughs> Jesus said, rich people will never get into heaven. So he's one of the people that will not because he put so much false information into this reality. He's responsible for that. For anybody that believes what he taught or what he said or what he was even trying to make people follow, all right, the things like even uh, – the, what do you call it, the Anunnaki, when he wrote all about the Anunnaki. That's all false teaching. And people believe that, swear about it, because it was written. And people well, we believe have a rock. that were written. The Sumerian, we have all the Sumerian, uh, Akkadian, Sumerian, you know, we have all that, and then all the different languages, and we have the Rosanna. But that doesn't Rosanna mean anything. Man well, people wrote that it. lived, if, if we believe in history. Well, let's go back to you. I really want to cover that part of you that's so important. That part that comes and goes, because I keep dying, Tommy, and I keep getting sent back here. So you've been out of your well, body. I know you've had some rough stories. Well, People can read your books, which we'll mention your books. But talk about well, that here, part that never dies. Is that love? Is that love for humanity no, or just love not, for ourselves? It has self? nothing to do with the concept of love. What does Eckenkar teach? What does Eckenkar I, I don't want to talk about Eckenkar. I don't want to teach what Eckenkar well, teaches because they don't have right, we don't the want ultimate teach. truth. Well, let's talk about the, I want to teach the part is the truth about the truth well, is so getting back to soul where I started is individual. Okay, so. When it goes through all these other realms, it's by itself. It's not in love with people and has friends with them and meets friends and then they marry each other and stay with each other. It's not like that. That well, only do you think that's because we can talk reality. to ourselves? When you're out of body, you still have thought and mind. A lot of people haven't done that. They haven't even had a near-death experience, or no one showed them, or they haven't, you know, done drugs, but, see, but you don't need the them to go out of body. What you, you even deep meditation. But what you talk about, what you talk about is different because you're not dealing with the idea of people. When you let go of the idea of people, you can experience who and what you are as soul. As long as you hold on to people, you're more concerned about what they th- think, believe, and preach, and, and all that. And you're, you're mm-hmm. responsible for that. No, you're not. We're not responsible for any other person on this planet. Your children, your family, you're not, you, well, when you create a bond and you say, I'm going to be responsible for you, you take that responsibility. But as a soul, you don't have to have it. You're not here to have that. I mean, it might help you experience something if you're ready, but you can get the same experience no matter what path you follow, no matter who you're with. If you follow the true inner guidance that you'd be given, if you can hear it. Now, the so, thing yeah. about soul, it works with you angels. You think soul works with love, too? See, the word love is delusional. Anybody, it's any a feeling entity, and emotion any angel, close to compassion. It all comes out right. of the brain. The five feelings and emotions come out of the brain, not out of soul. Soul doesn't have them. When you step out of the body, you don't have a bloodstream, you don't have a heart, you don't have a liver, kidney, you don't have a brain, and you don't go through those things. So what are the the awareness soul has? It's not a memory. It's what soul vibrates at. Right. That's the proper word. Awareness of itself, of how it vibrates and how it gets on the current that flows from God down through all these realms to to, to soul itself. Let me get this person on here. From Southern California. Hi, uh, California. Hello. 
Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Hi. Yeah, hi. Hi. Who's this? Hey, it's Nathaniel. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, Nathaniel. Uh, Tommy, do you remember Nathaniel? He did a show with us a couple of times. He's a number person. Nathaniel, you've been listening to me and Tommy. It's Valentine's Day, and it's it's uh, hard to explain exactly how to be who we are in this day and time. How do you think Tommy and I are doing? Are, are, does it make any sense? <laughs> you, you've got good insight. Yeah, well, we're really in a transition now. We're going through the dragon years now from 2020 to 2027. And uh, we've really, uh, you know, initialed a great change now. So feeling the change, uh, how how do we grasp for words on Valentine's Day for love and compassion? Do you think we're going to move forward the next five or six years because it's like the roaring 20s? But back, instead of doing the jitterbug and all that, <laughs> what's the new dance, Nathaniel? <laughs> the dragon well, dance? <laughs> uh, well, no telling, though. It sounds like, you know, we're going to have, you know, we're really having a hard time in the world, actually, I think, you know, with all the, you know, all the COVID and, the, you know, all the problems. Well, uh, Tommy, uh Nathan, what was your background of your soul? Have you been out of body or near death, or do you practice as a practitioner any particular world religion or no religion or on Valentine's well, Day? There's there's lots of stuff I know that Saint Valentine, you know, he did get uh, he did get murdered uh, in the third century, right, by the Romans, right? Uh, you mean how he was killed in in thirteen? I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I know he he was a martyr, and we we celebrate today about that. Uh, but I don't know that he was burned. Tommy, do you? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, not really. I don't. Either. I I know he was a martyr. He was in jail. Saint Valentine's Day massacre. That's different. Saint Valentine's story. Yeah. Now uh, it's. Some people say that St. Valentine prayed for the sick. But let me see. It says, a, you know, it was supposed to be his love story for one of the jailer's daughters is the most uh, famous while he was in jail. So it says, who? oh, here's a history thing. You think we should look at that? Uh, de- ooh, decapitated ones. But it was a medieval poet holiday romantic tradition. Uh I don't know. Is it supposed to be all about romance only? It says the saint of romance. Yeah, well, I think he did, uh, you know, he was, you know, petitioning that, uh, you know, that uh, we should have, you know, romance. And... He had secret weddings in the third century. So they imprisoned him. Uh, uh, he has healed his captor's blind daughter, causing the whole household to convert to Christianity. Seeking his do you faith. know how he did so, that? Did he put blood in her eyes, or how did he do that? Well, he sent her a, a note before they were going to kill him, before he was de- uh, said just says de- tortured and decapitated. But it doesn't say he was burnt. It says he was de- tortured and decapitated. So on February 14th, he sent a girl a note. Uh, I guess maybe maybe it was romantic, or people thought it to be that way. Uh, we can't know for sure, apparently. So some accounts say that his name being Valentine, he signed it, your Valentine. 
So that note since he was marrying people when he wasn't supposed to be, now why they converted to Christianity after that, it said uh, two distinct historical characters who said to have killed a child were imprisoned and executed, St. Valentine. So I don't know exactly his martyrdom, folks. You're going to have to look that up and see what you agree. But uh, he's, he's supposed to have healed a child while he was imprisoned, and it led to a big religious conversation around that, that they were converting Christians. So I guess from Catholicism to Christianity. Yeah. Interesting, well, isn't it? Constantine, Constantine omitted 45 books in the Bible, and that was right around the same time. Tommy, do you remember any of that, or is that later with Constantine? Well, that basically uh, all those books came out over the past hundred years. Most of those books came out. You mean after the uh, King St. James? Yeah, version? they were founded. I mean, they were founded James, caves I mean, and things like that. Yeah, all oh, the, you're, all the you're other talking about the older ones. Uh, the Dead Sea well, Scrolls later on by the been, shepherd. The 45 yeah. that should have been in the Bible. Including, okay. Well, the history is important. We call it V-Day, too. That doesn't even make sense. But they call it Valentine's Day. And, folks, we celebrate it, and we're hoping that you can get a little understanding about it. So, uh, Nathan, you brought up, you know, he was uh, martyred. Okay, so it says... Valentine's Day is named after St. Valentine, a Catholic. He was a Catholic clergyman who lived in Rome during the 3rd century BC. So this day contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman traditions. But the history of this day is a story of a patron saint shrouded in mystery. So I guess there's some mystery around it, but we do celebrate February 14th. Now, it's said back in the Roman day they had the Feast of Lupercalia from February 13th to the 15th, where men sacrificed a dog or a goat, and that they had slain animals during that time to ooh, and uh, were used to whip by men to whip women. So, uh, Tommy, you're bringing out a good point: the fact that young women well, lined was, up to be whipped was, by men. That's so he was beat to, beat to death, and then he cut his head off. Dang. And why were they so, beating uh, women? Why were know, they beat women? Is that to show superiority over women? Cruel. The, the Roman soldiers Goodness. were very cruel. Said they were trying to stamp out the remaining paganism, but uh, that the Rome had become Christian, and, and the Catholic Church was trying to get rid of pagan fertility rites. Proclaimed 14th day, St. Valentine's Day, establishing the feast of the Catholic calendar of saints. Wow. If we really study all the world history, but Valentine's Day, you would realize, love. You would realize Not, how uh, nothing relates to the word love? Uh-huh. That's what I'm looking at. It says it's celebrated in most countries but they've developed their own traditions around the days. So around the world, uh, they celebrate it for different reasons. Now, I didn't know that, but here uh, we have family members and friends. I always thought it was about Valentine's Day cards and candy because I grew up in Louisiana, and we, we sent each other Valentine's in school. 
but I didn't know the deep meaning of uh, why we celebrate it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to take this call. Uh, okay, we right can back. come back. Do, I'll talk to Nathan. Do you see? Do you see love coming into my life, sir? Nathaniel, you are a very curious person. I've always loved you, and you've always been here with us in every incarnation. But you always bring your uniqueness, your very unique soul. So uh, you've got all the love in the world, but there's something unique about you, and you don't put yourself in situation to meet a lot of women. Remember the last time we talked, because you may have even been on one of my last shows. I've, I've talked to you two or three times. But your love is more uh, congregational unity, universalist type. You love the world in such a big way. Are you really looking for another woman to settle down with? You've got, you've still got that home. You still live by yeah. yourself, right? Well, uh, no, no. Have you? I'm living with somebody right now. I that was a long time ago. A roommate. You have a roommate. Well. Yeah. There's a roommate I have that called Angie. Do you see me? getting together with her i really don't uh i keep okay. seeing this woman uh with you but uh it's like you can't get in the same room so you haven't put yourself out there but with COVID 19 we were fighting that last year with your you know romanticism uh do you want somebody are you put are you reaching out yourself because, you know, talking about Valentine's Day is a good day to talk about love. So having compassion for others, you have to be involved with other people. So how do you see yourself in that change? Today is Valentine's Day, and putting yourself out there like, you know, we should be doing if we want to meet people. Are you are you strictly using cyberspace for your reality check with women? Because you and I talk this is, you know, this is the first time this year because I haven't been doing much because, like you said, COVID-19. But we haven't even really got to know each other over over cyberspace. I mean, I can see you, but it's like an avatar sees you on spiritual. You're in our spiritual community. Do you want a romantic relationship with a woman? Yeah. Have you talked to Angie about that? Oh, we talked about a lot of things. I've actually just met her, and we, I, we just moved in. So, well, let's see what really, grows. Yeah. She, she's a uh, interesting. Well, did you look at your signs? Are you compatible? Yes, yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Did you look at your intelligence factors? You're 16. I don't know if you look at all that, but oh, you're a very interesting person. And uh, well, someone said I had a lot of gold uh, in my aura, and that means I have a lot of wisdom and stuff. But uh, I sure know a lot about a lot of different things, you know. And like you're talking about the Anunnaki and all kinds of stuff. And you've learned you know, about all that. Well, I. They have ironic insight and stuff, but, you know, we should really enjoy the now as much as we can, you know. I don't know if you're Being into in love the Bible. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into the Bible. Should... I'm into all world religions, but mostly the Bible because I was raised Christian in America. Yeah. yeah. So well, 
end-time prophecy seems to be, you know, lining up with all the, you know, the riots and all the, you know, <laughs> you know. Well, that's what they've been saying since I've been on the planet. But, you know, we die and we come back. We die and we come back. And that's the story of ascension that I think Jesus was teaching. But to love God, you know, Father, Source, and use the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit came down on Jesus. So I believe in the stories. Uh, you can believe or choose not to believe. That's your choice. But even with me dying and coming well, back in human form, I still believe that Jesus, it, well, I, I use the the Holy Trinity or the way, the truth, and the light of Jesus because he showed us how to ascend. And then this fifth dimensional realm, we're all supposed to be learning how the ascension age works. So I don't know. Do you feel like you're just, you know how, what immortal beings are. That's what we are. We never die as souls. We're immortal souls. So the extraterrestrial doesn't mean hate. Extraterrestrial means you're of an ascended soul to me. You can ascend and descend just like Jesus did, and I believe that's what he taught us to do. What do you believe? You believe in ascension? Yes. Good. I do too. Now, that could be part of our law of attraction and our relationship, uh, how different people have different feelings and why certain people are attracted to each other. INTJ or ENFP or any of the, with your numbers, you'd be very good at that. With intelligence, uh, words, personalities. Oh, yeah. Do you know what Angie is? How would you describe her? Loving, giving? Uh, she really has a pure heart and seems to be very loving. Well, that's good. Are you with her today? Uh, not, you know, we're, we're, uh, I've just met her, so I thought that she was really nice. But uh, I think she's, uh, you know, I just we had a good conversation about a lot of things. And uh, well, do you feel like you can uh, give more or receive more? Because it's always said it's more blessed to give than receive. So we have to be giving, and we have to be creators, right, and just loving and showing compassion and caring. So we say caring is love and love is caring. <laughs> Do you, uh, did you give her a gift today? Are, are you a gift giver? You don't have to, but did no, you think I, of I something? To, I might. I might do that as well. I think that would be nice uh, because you're a man and you're seeking romance. And you're just getting to know her, and you're just roommates. But you, I, if you haven't had a romantic uh, coupling, I would say start with something easy, like a nice, you know, Dollar Tree gift card or something. But just saying, as friends, uh, you're interesting in exploring a more compassionate relationship. I don't know, compassion may be too strong. So you, if you've just met her, y'all haven't got into the chirping love. Uh, le letting her know how you feel yet, right? Yeah, you know, I got to see how it develops. You know, she may not yeah. be, uh, she may not be interested, but uh, you know, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so she may not be sensitive 
to that story relationship. Yep, it's hard. That's why we study personalities and love stories is we want to know more about individuals before we give of our hearts, right? So we apply friendships. But it's funny, once that law of attraction or that fascinating part of us goes into lack of crush and more friendship, we tend to put people over in that friendship zone. And I wonder what that is. Our chemical smells and our our uh, affairs, you know, they're not star-crossed, so to speak. You know, that's why we like to study personalities and perspectives on how we see when we came in with the stars. You know, a lot of people say, they're, I don't have an astrologer. You're probably the closest thing to it in your Tell people how what you study. Nathaniel. Well, you were born on uh, December twenty seventh, right? No, day after Christmas, twenty sixth. Close. Tommy was born uh, December tenth. I was born the twenty sixth at noon. Twelve noon on the day after Christmas, twelve twenty six. Okay. Now, uh, I'm a Capricorn, according to standard twelve. Zodiac signs, right? With a, actually the Aquarius rising. Full Capricorn, because Christmas is born as actually the uh, the uh, Sagittarius Capricorn cusp goes from the 19th to the 25th, and it starts out the, the 19th is the day of the Hellraiser, and then uh, the 20th is uh, the day of the Generator, and then it goes on to Christmas is the day of the Supernatural. Well, Christmas is, uh, I was born the next day in right. Central so Time in Monroe, yeah. Louisiana. So you're born the first day of Capricorn 1. So you're you're full Capricorn. Right. December People 26th. This changes on the day, but it takes a whole week to change. 360th day of the planet. Mm-hmm. 300, there's 365 but I was born on the third, 360th day, which is three and six in numerology is a nine, which I'm pretty much told I'm a nine. And I've had like, this will be my ninth complete reality and you're, check. You're, you're eight because the two the two and the six uh, equals uh, eight there. And then so you have the strength card for your. Uh, yeah. For and your on the day. Gregorian calendar, I'm on the 30, 360th day of the year. So I'm a nine as well. So okay. uh, history uh, just depends on the day and how you you know do it in numerology. But you can also do twelve, twenty six, nineteen fifty one. You know you you add them down twelve, then twenty six, then nineteen, then fifty one, and it still comes out to a nine. Now how are you doing it? What are you reading, or what do you work with? Uh, there's all different kinds of ways to do it, you know. So. Well, let's talk about you. What day were you born? I was born uh, the day of ironic insight. Well, what day is that? That's May 1st, 1957. Are you a Capricorn? No, I'm a Taurus. I mean, mean yeah, Taurus. Well, I said Capricorn, but I was thinking Taurus because that's supposed to be my perfect compliment. Is uh, you and I should be getting along splendidly well, a Taurus and a Capricorn. Well, you're actually you're born the year of the rabbit, though, and I'm a rooster, so they're opposites. 
Now, you were born on a Wednesday, and so was I. You were born uh, Wednesday, uh, May 1st, 1957. Now, let's see. It says, this date was 23,297 days ago. May 1st, 2021 is on a Saturday. Someone born on this day. So what happens on this day? Do you know? What? On the day that you were born. Have you ever looked up the famous things? Oh, There's yeah, the, that's the um, the May Queen and everything like that, yeah. Wednesday. That's All right, baby boomer. Perfect. Yeah, your rooster. So you go yeah. by the Chinese zodiac as well. So you're star yeah. sign Taurus. But you're a baby boomer. Yep. 63 years, 9 months, and 13 days. <laughs> now, it says uh, the UK test hydrogen bomb came out May 15th, the, the, the year you were born. So you were born two weeks before they dropped the test of the hydrogen bomb. And then the computer truck uh, was April 3rd. Electronic computer, believe it or not, April 3rd, and you were born May 1st. The computer that came by truck is called electronic computer. Isn't that amazing? They're talking about putting the computer in your brain now. I know. What do you think of that? Is that good or is that scary? A help? It's kind of end-time prophecy, you know, with the uh, all that stuff. Well, it's thinner than a hair, and so is the numbers, because all of these people being vaccinated, if you keep up with uh, the most important changes in the people in the world, uh, Mr. Gates, uh, which has sold a lot of his Microsoft, but he's now invested heavily into uh, uh, the other gentleman that owns these candies. Who is that? One of the other famous men. In farmland, he's the largest... He owns more farmland than anyone because he's realizing, really? I think, the dollar is not going to be worth anything in the future. So his dollar is, uh, you know. I mean, well, he started Earth Now. So money. What's that? Earth Now. He's investing in Earth Now. And then Warren yeah. Buffett. Warren Buffett. Uh, what does Warren Buffett own most of? What's the name of his company? Berkshire Hathaway. He runs that. So, uh but Bill Gates has put up – he's putting a lot of his time and investment into people that they'll all be registered on the planet by number, they'll, especially right. in India. And then uh, he's and also the, looking uh, at – but, vaccine, you know, in order for them – yeah, uh, because they, chip, they help so do that. If they, if they keep us six feet away, that, that, that will, uh, the, uh, the cellular satellites will be able to pick us up. Like the fake facial recognition does to people in China. Right. They're yes. Gonna, we're we're working know. on that all. Yeah. That's very important that you brought that up. And Valentine's Day, folks, we want to be more about love and light. And uh, I know a lot of you would like me to do readings and how we uh, feel about each other. And we'll get into that as we know each other better. Uh, Nathaniel, with you and your May 1st, 57, and, you know, you're very intelligent and you're nice looking and you're very compassionate and sweet. And uh, maybe uh, with your 
you're no longer uh, you haven't retired completely. You're 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 still working, right? No, I'm working. I'm working. I used to have. You know, I used to have my house paid off, but it didn't work out like that. And I've really uh, had to work for a living recently. I lost mine, too, in the 2008 deal because uh, I really, I have had lots and I've had, I've I've been rich and I've been poor. (laughs) I should have sold in 05 and, uh, you know, I would have been able to walk away with about half a million dollars. And uh, I lost lost it all. Well, it's okay with it's behind you. Everything is a lesson. So especially on Valentine's Day, we need to know what's going to be good. And so what's going to be good is us learning from our mistakes. And the baby boomers, we don't get to participate, most of us, in uh, the retirement money with, you know, that people ask you if you have a pension to fall back on because so many of us got hurt in the stock wars of 2008 you know, me included, and that was just not paying attention to the entire reality. My husband was very sick, and uh, he died in 2015. But, you know, I still love him, and I still believe that he is a forever immortal and that we go on forever, and that some people believe that their people they buried are just sleeping. But, you know, Valentine's Day is about love and compassion and how we feel about others and soul to me, is immortal. Do you feel like that you are going on forever, immortally? Alleged yes, extraterrestrial? at night where I go on. I had some awesome dreams last night. And sometimes, like, I don't know if you heard, have you ever heard Cat Carr? She's supposedly been to heaven and hell. I don't know if you believe in hell, but uh, there's thousands I believe of life times. is what you make it. <laughs> yeah. well, so well, if I believe in she, heaven, there must be a hell. The angels, uh, <laughs> She's she's kind of big. If you look up Cat Carr, uh, she's been to heaven numerous times, and I have. Are you saying that Car Car with a C? Because I pull up Cat Carr. She says the angels told her to dye her hair uh, like pink on the end. What? But um, she, you know. Hold on! Somebody's knocking at before. I saw some of her stuff. I'm on the radio. Oh, hold on just a minute. He's delivering a key. Stand by. Okay, is everything okay? All right, y'all are back. Okay, thank you. Okay, if your girlfriend didn't show up, yeah. All right, never mind. Thank you. Tell your daddy to bring me some food. <laughs> That's my next door neighbor. <laughs> now he's on the radio show. But uh, Nathaniel, what are you having for dinner tonight? You know, I'm not sure. I may have a uh, have a chicken sandwich with a lot of vegetables. Oh, you're okay. Well, you're watching what you eat, right? Well, we got yeah. personalities, I'm... and you're uh, you've been very helpful. You and you and uh, Tommy have always been very helpful. Hold on, Nathaniel. Let me talk to this other person. Nine one seven. Hi, where are you calling from? Tell us your name. Can you hear me? Hello? New York City. Hello, New York City. 917. Hello? Can you hear me? Guess not. They may be just listening, but I could hear them rustling around in there. Well, Nathaniel, uh, 
you've always helped us keep people, you know, on track and uh, helping each other. But what is that that you study? You study a particular uh, discipline or something with numbers. And what do you call that? You have a, I'm trying to find the name for it, but. Uh, there's different things. There's so many different things. I've really been a dabbler. So uh, there's so many different things. You're a dabbler. Okay. Well, uh, metaphysically speaking, would you consider yourself a metaphysician? I call myself a meta- metaphysician. Oh, Hi, yeah. Angie. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's Ooh. good. Who are you talking uh, that's to? That's daughter. She just came by. I love you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. My daughter dropped by and said hi on Valentine's Day. Uh, they spent some time together, some of my relatives, over at my daughter's other daughter's house, and I just chose to stay here and do a radio show. So I need to get back in the swing of doing this on Sundays again just to let people know I can show up and help them with Dear Abby or, you know, their love issues or spiritual issues and how we all fit together because I do my best to create a spiritual community that I can pretty much recognize people, but we don't really have them sign up, so to speak, unless they want to go on Patreon or do social media with us on Facebook. But uh, I have various domains building websites, right? And then occasionally do psychic readings and uh, use tarot cards, things like that. But, uh, you know, a lot of people with this religious thing, uh, being that many of our channelers, we actually are uh, mystics and Christians, which it really blows people's minds because if we believe in ascension and believe in Christ consciousness and the soul, a lot of them have been taught people that use tools from the old pagan days aren't great. But actually, I believe everything we've got, spiritual, metaphysical, and parapsychological using our tools, we're all extraterrestrials. We all have sixth sense. And we all can be precognitionists. Now, tell me something, Daniel, Nathaniel, about you and how you have seen yourself in the future. Because you need to look forward to being you, and that means an immortal soul inside your vehicle, right, your body that was created May 1st, 1957. So can you set up something five years from now? If this is 2021 and you talked about... It's going to happen because, you know, I'm really thinking that a rapture might happen in September or October. Well, people all make their own rapture individually because we're all unique. And we're all from the same source. I don't know what the future does hold. (laughs) But there's been a lot of stuff going along. And who's that one guy? uh, Jordan, Marshall Jordan... uh, What's his name? He's about Jordan 80 Maxwell. now. Jordan yeah, Maxwell. Jordan. Yeah, that, that's it. He's really thinking something's going to happen around September, October, that we really may be going kind of mad or something. So um, that, uh, you know. Well, we know. are what we think. I like him. He, he was living here in Florida, uh, but I don't know where. I think he moved to California, didn't he? You know, I'm not so sure. I just saw him on an interview with Donut, and um, um, he was uh, kind of poor. I think he said he, 
he's been really nice to people and people have ripped off a lot of his books and even his shoes and stuff. And he's been really nice to people. He sure didn't look as good as he used to on uh, some of the uh, TV shows and stuff he did. Right. Yeah. Well, he's got jordanmaxwell.com folks. He's written several books. Yeah. A lot of people's books, uh, matrix of power and history of physics, uh, uh, he he was he was very instrumental. He he was born December twenty eighth, two days after me, but he was born in nineteen forty. He's eighty years old, but yeah, he's, he's had a little old. rough time. He yeah, was born in Pensacola down here, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Now he's one of the uh, world's famous authorities on uh, modern conspiracy and ancient religions and. Uh, Movies, uh, the Illuminati, Zeitgeist, the movie, Metaphysics, Metaphysia 2012. But uh, I do know what you're talking about, that he doesn't have the kind of money. Uh, many of us as baby boomers don't have what we thought we were going to have, but we're still sure moving forward. I a lot of money. I have a couple of lawsuits here, and I you know, I may get over a million in one, I'm hoping, but it may not be that much, but... I'd sure like to have enough to, you know, not work and, uh, you know, be able to. Uh, I, I'm in Sacramento now, and I would either like to get over to Florida or at least Tennessee or uh, somewhere. I don't really like California very much. I like Southern California a lot better, but uh, uh, Sacramento, I, I really don't like Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento, I've been there many times. To me, it. it it's fine for those that are born there. Now, uh, Joseph, Jordan Maxwell, it says pseudonym Van Russell Joseph Pine. So uh, I've got to translate this into English from German. But uh, he was actually a writer and researcher dealing with theology, etymology, and occultism, and secret societies. But his uh, his name is big in the world of conspiracy theory along with Michael Tessarian and David Icke. I'm sure you know who they are. And he spent three years as an editor for the Truth Seeker magazine and then CBS TV network and then uh, presented his own radio show under the ABC banner. So CBS is, a, you know, American Radio and Television Network, right? Commercial. So uh, Jordan Maxwell had a show. They have the Jordan Maxwell Research Society. Uh, and Gaia has Jordan Maxwell and then Jordan Maxwell videos. But uh, you think that he he believes something September. Well, to me, I've heard people doom and gloom, especially in Christianity, all my life. And I never go for the doom and gloom. It's different now, but see, you know, I mean, they said Israel will become a nation, and, and it did in 1948 after he you know, it'd been a desert for 2,000 years after Christ was crucified. And somebody was trying to figure out in, uh, from Russia or somewhere how, uh, like, you know, something about prophecy. And, you know, well, then Russia was a Christian nation and Israel hadn't been born yet. But then uh, Russia turned communist or, or whatnot, and then Israel became a nation. And, you know, well, now, let me tell you about these these people you you were mentioning earlier, and you know we're going into space, and so oh, yeah. you know Bill Gates, uh, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Elon Musk, 
Jeff Bezos, you know, everybody's moving a lot of their uh, stock market shares into space and satellites, technology, and they're all sticking together and sharing the money at the top, helping each other get into the moon mining because I don't know if you recognize this, but, you know, I'm uh, a futurist. I don't believe in doom and gloom or all of that. I believe we each have our own individual chapter in this dimension and that we do have a level of change with, you know, the universe. But I, I part of me lives in higher universes, and I look forward to uh, life, and you can choose to your filters and, and the words you choose, right, in creating your own reality. So with this show, I hope to have it about thriving and uh, how we're going to celebrate life on the planet, helping Mother Nature, all of those that are going to guide us into uh, helping others terraform other planets. And so I'm working with a lot of people that work with people in space and then the grid here, the talent grid, and that we're going to all need more celestial jobs and uh, working with various people at home and uh, how we're going to all help each other. Now, we're going to help each other in medical because our baby boomer generation is the largest. I believe we're going to be here for uh, a long time and that people are going to learn to live to 93 to 125 plus the fact that we've got so much technology helping us. I'm a cyborg. I have uh, something in my neck that makes me a cyborg called titanium. Let me see what 805 wants. 805, can you hear me? I can. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Oh, hi, Teresa. This is Donna from California. I haven't spoken to you in a while. Hi, Donna. Uh, yeah, it's great that you called in. This is Nathaniel. Have you heard Nathaniel before? He's, yes, I have. Uh, yeah. 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 It's like old nice homes weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, Donna, you live near San Diego, right? Um, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Now, how far is Santa yeah. Barbara? Uh, it's from, about uh, two, three, four, four hours, about four hours uh, north. Of San Diego? Yeah. I'm past really? Los Angeles, about two hours north of Los Angeles. Nathaniel, where are you in, in California? Oh, Sacramento is like as big as the whole uh, East Coast, you know, on the West Coast. So San Diego, you know, is it's like 800 miles or so. So yeah, I'm well, way she's up. She's in Santa uh, Barbara. She's in yeah. Santa Barbara. So, so I'm uh, seven hours away from her. I'm north. Well, can you two hours. tell me? Yeah. Can you two tell me? Are y'all? Uh, I sounds funny. I'm south, right? I'm in Pensacola in the Panhandle. I say y'all. You all. How do you say both of y'all? We in Tennessee they say wins, and down here we say y'all. And same thing in Texas. Y'all come back now. Yeah. <laughs> so what do y'all say in California when you're talking about both of you? Like the we. You, what do you say? You, I would say you all, not y'all. What would though. you say, Nathan? You all. You all. I really don't. Just, I don't really don't say that. I think that's kind of a southern thing. I, I don't know. I, I really don't say that. Well, when you're talking about more than one, like, do all of you want to go with me? I guess it would be the pre- proper way to say it. If there's more than two, 
would you like to or would you both like to go with me if it's two? If it's three, would all of you, I guess, like to go with me? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, Donna, what's holding you with this reality on Valentine's Day? Are you celebrating? No. Well, yes, I had some coffee ice cream from Trader Joe's, and I'm watching Poldark on TV. <laughs> so that's my celebration. I did walk on well, the beach for an hour, and I meditated for 40 minutes. Wow, good for you, Donna. I just decided to reach out and uh, get back on Sundays again uh, this afternoon Hi. time. Uh, how's this work for you, Donna, during the afternoon? Is that okay? The, the oh, hours? yeah. Uh huh. I think they're great hours. You too, Nathaniel. This is a good time. Uh oh. I cut some. I must have cut him off. Let me see who this is. Nine one seven. Donna. Nine one seven. Can you hear me now? No. I wonder where nine one seven is. Is that huh, New York? No idea. I've never Let heard that area code. Let me see. New York City. Area code 917, American numbering plan for the five boroughs of New York. The Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. People also search for area code 212. Interesting, 212. Get a 917 area code number, local map. So New York, and uh, very interesting. So for the five boroughs, so it's Bronx, Manhattan. That's way downtown, isn't it? In New York City, Manhattan and Queens. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, well, I guess 917. Can you hear me? Is that Donna? This is Donna. 917 never came on. Yeah, okay. That's. I hear somebody else in the background. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's just me here. 805. Okay, Tommy? Did you ever come back? I guess he didn't. That's odd. He's still on here. So it's just me and you, Donna. And uh, Nathan was with me for a while, but I must have cut him off. He said, uh, uh-huh. and I, I must hit the number. But, uh, well, on Valentine's Day, we haven't got you hooked up yet, have we? No, unfortunately, I'm, not yet. Well, it's coming, I'm sure. The same thing with uh, Nathan. But he was born 57. What year were you born? 54. So you're younger than him by three years. Yeah. But neither one of y'all, uh, y'all both been with me for years. Now, uh, 54, 194th year of the commerce, Anno Domini, in the Anno Domini. I said that earlier. Well, Donna, uh, what are your plans for, are you going to stay alive for the next few years or are you uh, baby boomers you know <laughs> stay in here you're you're uh let me see what happened in your year seven what I'm you remember I'm what happened with you remember all right 1954 what happened no okay uh joseph mccarthy conducted national televised inquiries into the communist infiltration of the army and the Soviet Union rejects the proposal to reunify Germany. The CIA interview, intervenes in Guatemala, and uh, uh, 
radical boy house of representatives what new york stock exchange prices rise since 1929 how about that oh now uh jack benny's show adventures of rent 1010 george goble mr wizard disneyland everyday life folks y'all can find that out at babyboomers.com uh if you want to put in your name uh babyboomers.com i am one and I'll connect it on Facebook for you guys so you can. Uh, now, it's all of, it says sign up, babyboomers.com. It's an online news and lifestyle. We connect baby boomers with people, culture, ideas. Now, I've, uh, today, it's called a community organization. But I've got American Communications Online. I build websites, but also do radio shows and videos. But I haven't been doing much of my readings lately. So, uh, with do you feel like you're an immortal? Because that's what I like to do is feel like we're extra, uh, extra terrestrial biological entities, and we're just visiting here in a human form. And, that's what I uh, think too. Yeah, that our souls are immortal. We're given that way long before we ever were created with our little sparks and spirits. So uh, that's one thing I enjoy talking about all those. Different people have different opinions. But uh, there's another woman down in your area. Gracie, was her her name? She was going to come on in the future. I need to get back with her too. But Donna, I think you've been with me probably the longest. But I don't remember. Were you here in 2012 or was it 2014? Do you remember? I think I'm not sure if it was 12 or 14. I'm not sure. Me either. Me either. Yeah. And I haven't. Uh, I'm, some of the girls uh, do readings. They're going to come with me on Thursday, I think. But oh, uh, nice. Yeah, I'd like to do some readings again. I think just mini readings for a while and help people. But uh, is it hard to feel love and compassion? Lately, I think this COVID-19, the last thing on my list is hooking up with somebody right now. And I know a lot of us are baby boomers, but uh, is it are you? Is it hard for you to think romantically? It is for me. It is. It is. Yeah. And now, uh, unless, I don't know, I hope it changes, but my libido sucks right now. I shouldn't say that on, on global radio <laughs> in yeah. Australia and the Emirates and everybody listening. But I wonder if other people feel that way because spiritually, I'm, I feel connected. I'm enjoying being uniquely myself, and uh, I see more of us doing things in science and technology together. And uh, have you considered writing? Because that really helps people are making their own ebooks and putting them on Kindle now. Oh, Just, that's wonderful! Wow. Have you ever thought about writing? Just little novellas. I have. I've thought about it, but haven't actually sat down to do it. Well, see if you can do that. And, folks, you can go right okay. on Kindle. You can go on Amazon, but it'll tra- uh, used to send us to Create Space as uh, independent publishers. But just do one for yourself and complete that in 2021. Even if you just do a chapter a week, you know, in 10 weeks you could have a book. If you, you could just, and it's hard. I'm telling you that because you, everybody out there mirrors me, and I need to write. I'm a creative writer, and I've got a lot of books out there, but they were mostly about my experiences with my extraterrestrial husband, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and our encounters. And then I started our 
company, uh, Ace Folk Life and uh, Ascension Center, and then pulling all these groups that were we weren't keeping names while we were you know having people come and join us in our spiritual community. Well, we were following a lot of the uh, way that we complete ourselves and how we all socially and metaphysically come together. And everyone I ask says, yeah, they're a metaphysician. So I guess uh, our ace metaphysical. Now, let me look at, at you, Donna, because as a – now, what month were you born? April. April 20th, 1954. Uh, April 22nd, 1954. Now, metaphysics is a branch of philosophy that examines the fundamentals nature of uh, relationship, mind, and matter between substance. Have you uh, been able to look up any of my uh, YouTubes? No, I haven't. Okay. I'll I'll offer that to you because under Teresa J. Morris, her Psychic Channel Network, and, uh, you know, let's see, what else do I have? ACO Club, Ascension Center, Ascension Age. Wow. Uh, Boy, I've got a lot great. of books out there. Yeah. And, wow. uh, well, let's look, let's see, it, April 22nd, 1954. But famous birthdays. Let's see. It says you were born on a Thursday. I was a Wednesday child. Your Chinese zodiac is horse. And you're also a Taurus, like Nathan was. Isn't that interesting? Now, he and I was born on a Wednesday, and you're born on a Thursday, and uh, mm-hmm. a completion. So usually when you're born, always think of your Thursdays as your awakening, you're coming to planet, stuff like that. Wednesday uh, is when all things – I like Wednesdays. It's hump day for some people. But uh, now, were you born in Santa Barbara? New York. Now, Joseph Bottoms was an American actor on Blind Date Break. Now, he was born in Santa Barbara. Oh. Isn't that funny? But yeah. And he was born the same day you were. Now, April 7th, U.S. Dwight D. Eisenhower's news conferences on the uh, domino effect of communism. Uh, Bell Labs announced the first solar battery made from silicon in April 25th. But I don't see anything on 22nd on April. uh, But all those things were going on around you that year and a pretty good time. Now, you, uh, with your birthdays, I wonder, uh, with you being a Zodiac Taurus, do you feel like you're you're different from... uh, most people, what what is that that drives you as a, yeah, a Taurus? I am, I am different. I mean, no, I'm different because I have visions. I, I'll be sitting in a chair, and like I had a vision the other day, and it it came in like twirling the vision. It was like going down a a, a, a tunnel, and then I saw this That's beautiful good. being. Oh yeah, he was. These beautiful. are fifth dimensional traits. Yeah, I was wanting to go positive about that, so I'm glad you called in on your personality traits because that is typical of you being an Earth sign that, you know, your ruling planet is Venus, but you're going to be picking up the fifth dimensional, what people call the rapture. So people are dreaming about it, seeing it, having full-blown visions, and so you're the first one that mentioned that. But thank you for that. That's a good share. So what else did you see? I'm having those too. 
okay, he was the most beautiful man I'd ever seen in my life. The royalty there, that he was from the kingdom of God. I felt it. I mean, it wasn't just seeing. I could feel it also. And I didn't want to talk to him because I was afraid he would disappear. So I smiled with my lips and he kept smiling and my heart was beaming. And it was the most beautiful encounter. Like I felt the love, everything. And and it's like I will be with him again. And then, and then I felt this enormous joy in my heart. It was unbelievable. And then, and then that was the end of it. Wow. I've had that same dream, but I don't know if I saw the same person, but I've also had an out of body experience where I was taken out of a dream and went up and I didn't know how to tell people, but it's on this radio show somewhere when I was, it felt like Jesus to me or the person that you would yes, think is the too. most powerful immortal that we call yes. Jesus, but people think we're out of our heads because we weren't living in the time that they lived. But it's whatever one in our mind and our filters in our consciousness and our awakening yes. thinks of that pure, I guess, other self or like your soul, other self or your mirror. But that feeling, I mean, I knew it was a male. I knew it was like the most powerful, but sweet, loving kind. And I I was scared to yeah. do anything too, because I got that feeling that they'd send me back. Cause I was, when I saw this person, uh, now in the dreams, uh, that energy is like the fifth dimensional vortex. We had spin up and spin down before we had heaven and earth and it was covered with the waters, but it was the actual centrifugal force in learning about how to control gab- gravity when they were terraforming Earth. And I believe that a lot of us in our fifth and sixth dimensional selves waking up into our soul is the fact that we're gaining the experience of our past lives. And that gives us understanding that we weren't always just a human, you know, that we're like the physicians of the mortal self. So uh, I don't know, but metaphysicians is the best word. Now, they say that the metaphysics is the ontology of uh, our uh, foundations of ontology. Metaphysics is the branch of philosophy that examines the fundamental nature of reality, including the relationships between mind and matter, between substance and attribute, and between potentiality and actuality. So, you know, this is what we do here, folks. So I hope, you know, that you're secure, that you're a metaphysician. And an expert in our student of the branch of philosophy that deals with first principle of things. Now, we have epistemology, ontology, ethics, and philosophy we study. But if you want to come and join us sometime, feel free or come join or ask for a mini reading. But, you know, investigating ourselves in our dreams is terribly important. And I believe that uh, Suzanne may come back on Thursdays and help us. She's a dream reader. And uh, this wasn't now, me, though. Teresa, I was wide awake. You were, oh, you I had a, a daydream. No, I, I don't know, but it came a in vision. like it, it was right a there, vision. a vision right there in front of me. My eyes were wide open. Yeah. Well, I that's what I call contact. In. That is like yeah. being a contactee with an extraterrestrial being, but you know they're more glorious than yourself. Uh, yes. You could, could you feel that feeling of being around? It's more, uh, I can't explain it. It's not more knowing than you. It's love, compassion, uh, all knowing. Yes, it's, 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 it's like we learned. I felt the kingdom of God there. This was royalty. 
that came to visit me. This was of a higher, higher, higher plane. And he was in robes, too. He was in robes. Wow. No beard. Most beautiful face I'd ever seen in my life. It's going to be hard now for me to meet someone because of this encounter. Because of the oh, supreme God. being energy. Well, no, that's important that you know that and that you're, you know, it's okay to have this part of you. Uh, you're recognizing your higher self and your senses with your own filters yeah. and your mind and consciousness. And yeah, we call that part of the awakening. You've heard, you know, are you awake? So that is part of your awakening. Had you had anything like this happen before? Well, yes, I did. It was about 30 years ago. And this, oh, this was unbelievable. Um, I was visiting these people in uh, Arizona, I think it was. And I went into the house and I was in a room and there was somebody there, but all I could see was a lantern. It was a burning lantern. And then I fainted. And then I woke up later. I was on a bed. Somebody, I don't know if they called the doctor or whatever. They were holding my hand. I, I didn't ask any questions. I should have holding my hand. But during that same thing, I went through a tunnel. I didn't know if I was inside or outside of myself. I went very, very quickly. And then I communed with God. I felt the love. I felt myself being adorned in all these jewels. And then, and then I woke up and I saw something leave like and I put my hand out, and then the person sitting next to me took my attention, took me to the hospital. I was fine. And he said, he said, when he drove me back, he said, do you know, I didn't ask any questions like what happened to me or whatever. But he goes, did you know that everyone in that hospital loved you? And I didn't say anything. I guess they picked up on the energy because I had communed with God or Jesus or, or someone. Then about three months after that, I was at a garage sale, and I pick up a book called um, The Dark Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross, and everything in there was the same as what happened to me. So it's the different steps that you go through, your soul goes through, and it just happens that in this lifetime, mine went through that step, which was like the highest step that you can go as far as your soul. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. But um, And then I'll have times where I'm walking on the beach and I'll feel this unbelievable uh, glory, sacredness, and I'll just like fall down on my knees or, yeah, I mean, just all this stuff happens. I don't know. I've had a lot of experiences. Yeah. Well, uh, that dark night of the soul, 16th century, St. John of the Cross. Now, did you buy the book or did you do Audible? No, I found the book at a garage sale. And then a lot of these priests or nuns or whatever, they go through all this trying to learn how to do it. But I saw the backup in a book that I had already done it. I, I mean, I already did it. It's not like uh, I have to uh, study. San Juan de la Cruz? Is that it? The Dark Night no, of the Soul? By... Dark Night of the Soul by St. John, John of the Cross. It's a hard, mm -hmm. you can't find the book anymore. It's about 450 pages. I've tried to order the book, but they, they, they don't release the book anymore. Oh. Yeah. The constant yeah. simultaneous succession recurrence of certain distinct similar phenomena. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have to, the universal soul, the body soul, becoming the divinity. When you, 
how did you feel? You felt like that's part of your intellectual light? Um, what do you mean by intellectual light? Intellectual light. Logical, they say our soul can't think, but we're in an awareness. So we have to learn how to teach our initiates. And uh, the dark night of the soul was used in the Eleusinian mysteries back in the, what they call the divine doctrine of Orpheus. So that was in the wisdom of the Kabbalah. For mystics, are you familiar with the science of – well, yeah, because it, the science of love and how they use the philosopher's stone of the alchemists, the fifth quintessence, is what we're also sharing now in this fifth dimension. So you're just feeling the solution of what you're doing in your – what they call continuity mm-hmm. your, in your soul. So how are you using uh, the teachings of uh, – of uh, other philosophers, or did you just happen on this book? Because no, that's pretty happened, heavy. I just happened on it. I, it. You know, I've always liked wow. the religious. But I just happened on it, so I was meant to find that book. But then, well, the Kabbalah, they, the doctrine gotta, says the kiss of love is the rapture of when your soul. And Nathan was wondering about his rapture. A lot of people think the rapture, you know, depending on the words that unite you with a feeling, but you've got like the, the, the kiss of love. <laughs> uh, that's the rapture of the soul united with God. So that's what, that's the name for what you felt. It's a, uh, uh, it's hard to explain. So that's it, just it, what it, they call it. Unbelievable. I mean, there's no words really to explain it. It's like you're in a wine cellar. It's like it's it's an old love. So I think that maybe in other lifetime I must have been a nun or something, trying to get to that point. I think that that's, well, that's what I a think. Good illumination. Yeah, you were uh, probably a saint yourself, because uh, they had the church founded back in the day of Rome, and we were talking about that earlier. Uh, the the ruins of uh, the faith and the antiques were thought of a lot of how they would keep them mentioned. Yet there was no preservation for the true myths and legends unless we put them into words. But you can't interact with that thought, love of the bosom or how they use the, the Magi, or the secret wisdom of the Magi and the Kabbalist of the Mother Mary. And how, you, how could you ever explain something of the you love? You can't. So they called it uh-uh. the kiss of love with God. But uh, they had that back in the 12th, 13th and centuries, and uh, they didn't know how to, how to say it, you know. So that's the tempers yeah. of the Holy Cross. And uh, we're still talking about the Philosopher's Stone and, you know, how we're handling the fifth quintessence and the fifth dimension and women. And this is supposed to be a time uh, for the knowledge coming forth for women and the rapture and the uh, initiated. So this is a time for God himself, right, in his own adepts, helping people like you and me with the spirit, knowing who we are in what they call secret science. But the Christians and the Buddhists are uh, initiated, and they have the mythology of metaphysicians and the secret wisdom. But they do call it the science of love. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I like that. Yeah, they the have, you know, women... It was a purging of the soul, and that's yep. why when the lantern, the fire, the fire made me faint, and it was a lantern of fire that I did see, and then everything became very hard, 
hard and stiff and and then i mean that and and that's what happens it's it's almost like a cleansing of the soul when your soul is purged like that and and that's what happened i mean yeah and that and you do faint too which i faint i found myself on a bed well saint paul saint john the one you're talking about saint john of the cross and saint Teresa. You know, oh, she yeah. was an initiate, and I'm named Teresa. That's my name. But the church uh, knew how to, in a way, to, uh, you know, fix the purposes, uh, but they couldn't teach the instrument powers. So the Gnostics had uh, psychology. They divided men into three classes, highly psychic and pneumatic. Uh, they changed it by matter, body, and form. So, uh, did you read any of that in that in that book no. you got? No, it was that wasn't in the book. Uh-uh. Huh? No, it's different levels that you're. It's almost like being married to God can be not married to God, but close to God, and then it has all the different steps that your soul goes through when it's purged like that. And uh, it's it's beautiful. It's it's written beautifully. Um, yeah, it's. It's exquisite well, how writing. Well, divine actually. life, yeah. yeah. Well, this is a perfect day because it's hard to describe divine life and the interior that you transform with grace and love. So yeah. the secret wisdom is the kingdom of God in the center of the soul. And that yes. was uh, the intellect is too hard. The soul becomes part of the whole. But they mean W-H-O-L-E or the whole of the soul. And the quintessence, essence, sealed to the image. So that's very interesting that you didn't read any of that. Uh, that, but it was the conduction and the mysteries of that mysticism of that love. But you felt it, right? That that. Oh mystic. yes. Yeah, never felt well, such love before in my life. Yeah. And, well, and in I, this, I was also like, I was jeweled. Go ahead. There were all these jewels around me too. It, yeah, it, 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 virtues. Yeah, it's the, the virtues. virtues with different crystals and different colors, because yeah. you're seeing, you're visually seeing these things. Then this is sight, yes. insight. is what we call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you felt the, you felt the quintessence of the essence of the. Uh, wow, that's amazing. That's a long way to come. And see, this is. Uh, one thing that Nathan was talking about, because he has a lot of yellow in his, when people see his aura, you know, and uh, do you favor a color right now? Well, I had my aura picture taken once, and the girl couldn't believe it because I had so much indigo blue. Indigo blue, that's what I was picking yeah. up. So that's yeah. good. That's that's above even the heart. And, uh, you know, folks, we do, the ascension is the uh, chakra, seven, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. But then you look at those colors and what you're projecting as the inventor of your own soul. But we know that God, uh, that which has always been, is really the originator. Because we know we come here, but we can see the trees and the water and the fish and the things, the other humans. But we know, wow, we have this feeling of an other than. So the inner divine is your inner purpose, your inner initiate, and how you go in with your meditation. And that mm-hmm. feeling of allowing to receive. So you've been really good about allowing, like you said, you're meditating on the beach. You're allowing yeah. your inner, your inner self, your inner voice. But then the outer voice becomes that outside of us, like Donna's 
insight or her experience or her, uh, what do they call that? Your, uh, uh, you had a epiphany. A, a, you know a real who writes uh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, exactly. But but I, I'd never had an experience like that in my entire life. It was the most. Well, you need to write that thing. up. Write it up so other huh? people can enjoy it. Write it okay, up like a little. That. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know who's a nice writer that I, I got some books recently? Uh, Jean Guyon. She uh, one book is called Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ. Um, and she has several, several books. And if you ever get a chance uh, to read any of her books, she's she's excellent. And she shows you a way to commune with God. And you really commune with God in the silence. Yeah, it's it's the silence that you commune with him. And it's just beautiful. But these books are uh, pretty good. I should send them to you. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Jesus die? Experiencing the depths of Jesus Christ. Now that is in the Christian bookstore, but it's also used books. Uh, but who did you say wrote that? Let's see. Um, Jean, J E A N N E. Jean Guyon, G U Y O N. Okay. It says, uh, all right. Well, apparently it's, it says Library of Spiritual Classics, Volume 2, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ, Third Edition. Yeah, by Jean Edwards, by Jean Guyon, G U Y O N. Well, that's good. Uh, it says, uh, this little book conceived great simplicity. It was not written to be published. I wrote it for a few individuals who desire to love God with all their hearts. And because of the profit they received from reading the manuscript, many asked to obtain personal copies. So, so you should write yours up because that was an so. epiphany. Yeah. It was a, it was uh, something yeah. that everybody will probably go through, but you went through it, and there's uh, it helps sometimes to people to read other purples. Like this lady that you read says she didn't even mean that to be a, a book to be published. You know, she just oh, wrote it for a few oh. few people that wanted to feel God in their hearts. So it's hard uh, to know how she, to write. I mean, to write and how do you publish it and all? Is there a an app that you can use to do it or? Uh huh. Yeah, you go. Uh, yeah, you can download. I use Lulu and Kindle, but uh, it used to be Create Space. But all of us, pretty much, because we're not famous and we're not waiting on independent publishers. I have an imprint because my mother was a pub. We were we published, and my I grew up in publishing, but books oh. and writers. But uh, yeah, I just use Lulu. L U L U is the easiest, and they send me a check every month. Now a lot of people. There's all kind of different companies out there, including Amazon. And Amazon used to have you go to Create Space, but now you just go to Kindle. <coughs> but if I was you, I'd, I'd, to be fair, I would go on and just list uh, self-publish a book, but don't fall for those vanity. They're going to try to show you how to do it. Right. You just start yeah. writing in a word, Microsoft Word. I use Microsoft, but there's all kind of self-publishing houses. But uh, create your own uh, is the best way because otherwise, because it takes a lot of time to edit and publish. Yeah. But self-publishing, just look that up. But Lulu Online Self-Publishing e-company okay. is who I use. Now, there's also Amazon Kindle Direct. Now, uh-huh. a lot of people go in, but they say they don't get paid. 
on Kindle Direct. So that's up to you. But I know Lulu does send me a check, but most of the people haven't had good luck with Kindle uh, getting their their checks, including me. So uh, we don't know what's been happening to all the manuscripts, but, you know, Amazon is Amazon, and they got all of us pretty much started in eBooks. But I went with Lulu, and they're really good about paying me. Oh, that's you know, for good. my little books. But, yeah. like I said, you, you can sign into Amazon. I use Amazon, too. Now, my company is TJ Mars Agency, and then I help people in my company called American Communications Online because so many people don't want to be bothered. Uh, but I haven't done anybody's. I've got several people that know me that up for years, publisher, and they'll call me for help you know, for yeah. uh, their books. But it's a long process, but not if you just want to get something going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and get yeah. started and look up Kindle and okay. look up and look Lulu, up Lulu. Right? Yeah. And there's others, other people may tell you about. But I'm just telling you those because I already write books and I use those, you know, yeah. if people oh, need help. You. But, I've, yeah, I've got friends that, you know, help edit and all that too, but we use Grammarly on ours. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Do you use it? We use the I, free well, version. I'm, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, the free version. That's when I'm writing emails or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, those are the two. Now, there's another company that one of my editors uses, uh, Should You Self Publish, but I can't think. It says Lulu or Smashwords. Yeah. And then reads the smash words. Uh, let's see, what's another one? Of course, the vanities are outskirts. Lex Libras, Kobo, self-publishing authors, uh, authors house. The you know, get in touch with me. Lightning sources, who I started with in iUniverse and Ingram. Then there's Balker. Balker are our Balkers where you used to get your numbers from. But uh, I would I would just go with. You know, it's doing it yourself the cheapest way possible, which means just take your Microsoft Word, uh, and then it'll give you a – we use trade publishing. Six by nine is the trade publisher size, uh-huh. meaning your size, and then you have to pick your – do your own cover. But we have okay. uh, people that do design your cover. A lot of people buy the cover. And uh, especially in romance, and then maybe get around to reading a book. But you'll be doing a self-help and sort of a spiritual book, you know. But, yeah, that's a good thing that we can share with people is the fact that uh, they can write their own books. Oh, my gosh, I went over. I didn't even know. Gosh, I lost track of time. Well, (laughs) I had a little technical difficulty in the beginning, but, folks, uh, we're going to start talking more about our spiritual quest and our inner voice and our meditation. And I say that prayer is for sending. You send out your thoughts and desires to God, Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, if you will, whoever, Yadavadhe, if you're a Kabbalist and uh, mystic. And uh, meditation, inner voice, inner sanctum, your inner meditation we're teaching that in integrative medicine and with your arts and your artisans your drawings and you know be writing and doing your arts or music and all of that and come back and share it with us what you're doing well donna thanks for being part of our show today it's uh 
I didn't plan on anything, and nobody knew I was going to do one, except I told them in Facebook from here and there I was going to return today. So, uh, And we'll do some more readings, folks. Uh, I believe I'm going to do Thursday 2 to 4 my time, uh, or 4 to 6 maybe. I may have told – I know I messed up uh, uh, Suzanne Wyman Flynn in California but because uh, I gave her the wrong time. But uh, – Check back with me or Suzanne Wyman Flynn on Facebook about when we're doing readings and hopefully back Thursday, maybe four to six. So uh, hopefully that's a good time for everybody. Well, Donna, thanks. Get working on that book now. Okay. Thank you, and, Teresa. I will. Thank you. I'm and, looking uh, forward to reading it. All right. Okay. I like that. All right. And thanks. look look at my books too. Uh, it's I under Teresa J. Morris or T.J. Morris Publishing, it used to be, but now they've got me under T.J. Thurman Morris or Teresa J. Morris on Lulu. And y'all look up my YouTubes, and please, and follow me. They're free. Okay. It's YouTube.com, and I've got Teresa J. Morris, Psychic Channel Network, uh, of course, American Communications Online, T.J. Morris Agency, and all kind of YouTubes, and hundreds and hundreds of them, but some of them are teaching in the uh, last couple of months. So oh, join wonderful. me and yeah, come back on Sundays and Thursdays and Sundays to start, okay? Okay, I may right, call Thursday to get a little reading, Teresa, if that's all right. Okay, I'll get my cards out for Thursdays. All right, bye. love and light. Thank you, Great. love and light. Thank bye. you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, folks, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, ran a little over, but uh, look forward to seeing you Thursday. Thank you.